Psalm 119, verses 46 through 50. I will speak of your decrees before kings and not be ashamed. I delight in your commands, which I love. I will lift up my hands to your commands, which I love, and will meditate on your statutes. Remember your word to your servant. You have given me hope through it. This is my comfort in my affliction. Your promise has given me life. Welcome to Courageous Radiance Podcast. My name is Brittany, and we are reading through Psalm 119, all 176 verses this whole month of August. And specifically, every single day this month, we are praying for our husbands through this beautiful psalm, which is very long. And that's why we're going to take it snippet by snippet. The podcasts are slightly shorter so that we can pick up each day and be in prayer together, shoulder to shoulder, as we are cultivating strong marriages that will beam the light of Jesus Christ. And we're getting anchored in the process, which is wonderful. The podcast is still convening every single week, but these are the daily podcasts as we're anchored wives, following Jesus as disciples, putting prayer at the center, at the epicenter of our marriage. So I read the verses 46 through 50. Before I began to pray, I wanted to just speak a little bit about, I know that this was just talked about last, yesterday rather, um, the, the last podcast, but this, this idea of hope, I wanted to speak about that verse 49. Remember your word to your servant. You have given me hope through it. And and then the verse to follow that we read talked about this comfort through the valley, the the affliction, the the trouble seasons when the waves get choppy in your life. And in that verse 49, what anchors us, what stabilizes us in any affliction in any trouble, and that's not just specific to marriage, is a hope that is anchored in Jesus. And this is really found in Hebrews 6, um, verses 16 through 20, but the hope, that the anchored hope is really in verse 19, Hebrews six nineteen, And um, the verses that lead prior to that, um, God is speaking about his name being enough to withhold the weight of a promise. That usually when someone swears about upon some something, they have to create a, a greater weight to anchor that that promise. And God is God's name is enough and he cannot lie and he's faithful. And that's our hope that all things that were that we're dying to, that we're losing, the appearance of losing, all things that trouble us and all things that stretch us, that we can do it with a, with a, new, with a new perception of the greater purpose upon which we're doing it. It's easy in circumstances to go circumstance to circumstance and that's good things as well as bad things. 
And, and it's easy to get lost in the trouble of the monotony of the day-to-day, especially in our marriages. You know, he didn't pick up the washcloth. He didn't pick up the kids on time. He didn't make my cup of coffee the way I like. He didn't come home. He's on the phone too much. He's on social media too much. He's not meeting my needs. Whatever it is that could be troubling anybody's marriage today, the hope, my prayer, as I've been praying for, for, for women, married women to be anchored, is that not that God doesn't hear and listen to the, the complaints or the desires of our heart, but just that we remember the bigger picture of our marriage that we remember that we are called to obey and to follow Christ to no avail. And how can we do that with the pressure of a husband who isn't loving us or meeting our needs or satisfying us in any way, emotionally, physically, mentally, spiritually? Maybe you're the spiritual leader of your home and you would just love for your husband to be like, let's go to church, let's pray Hey, little children, come sit at my feet as I read the book of Job. Whatever it is that you know that God sees you and that he is his, your husband meaning is is God's, you are God's, and you don't have to do this alone. As that verse 49 says, remember your word, remember your word to your servant. You have given me hope through it. So you have a hope in God's word. You have a hope in the weight of God's name and who he is, his characteristics. He, even though people will fail, he cannot fail. He is faithful. He is the creator. He is, he's, he's present in every single situation that we go through, even though we can't tangibly feel him or see him or hear him or know which way to turn or go. So I really just wanted to pray for, um, us to remember to trust God's word before we deviate to our, our, our vision to the things right now. It's not that the things right now don't matter. It's not that God doesn't hear the smallest, the most minute microscopic prayer. It's just that there's a bigger story going on. And I think, I think perception is everything. And if we can keep our perception, our vision focused on our hope, then we will have, as that verse, four, as that verse 50 says, we'll have comfort in our momentary affliction. Even if we live to be 100 years old, we got married at 25, right? And even if we are, are you know, had been married for 75 years, think of 75 years in the context of eternity. Like if you had a scale, 75 years married, on the other side, eternity. 75 years married, eternity. And this is the plight of the believer. This is the plight of the disciple, is keeping our eyes fixed and focused on the bigger picture not stuffing our, our head under the sand like an ostrich, not, not giving God the prayers, not, not avoiding praying for our heart's desire, but just remembering our hope in the momentary affliction.
Because anything compared to eternity is momentary. Anything. So, friend, I really pray that you are encouraged. I I just felt heaviness that there could be some marriages that are really burdened. And when I think of the first 10 years of my marriage, you know, we weren't we weren't throwing out, um, you know, Snickers and, and and doing rainbows. We 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 it was rough. And I couldn't imagine if anybody has it even worse than what I did. But in the view of eternity with Jesus. What if God, this, <laughs> this just came to me. Thank you, God. Um, what if God showed you a picture right now? What if he showed you a picture of the reason for your marriage and its struggle? Could you endure? What if he said, yep, I'm with you. I'm holding your hand. This is going to be tough. This is going to be rough, but I'm trying to win your husband. Or I'm trying to win the people that are looking onto your marriage, knowing, knowing that this is an impossible situation. What if God did that? Would it be more bearable? You know, God has a, a, a plan and it's infinite. But remember, there is a plan of the enemy that's in opposition to God's plan. And sometimes the plan of the enemy is louder and he plays into, he, he whispers into our flesh, our, our ear, and it plays into our weakness. And if we're not anchored, if we're not spending time in God's word, and holding the, the taunting, the lies, if we're, not, if we're not comparing that or filtering that through the word of God and through our time, our quiet stillness time with God, our meditation time with God, then we could begin to listen more and drift. So again, I don't, I don't want to demean or, or belittle what anyone is going through. I am saying that God is with you. And I am saying that God is holding your hand at this very moment. And he loves you. He loves you so much, friend. And I just pray you found encouragement in that. So let's pray. Dear God, thank you so much for um, just your word, which is the source. It's the well of our encouragement. It's our hope in this affliction, Jesus. Thank you, God, for our hope, which you have sealed in our heart. I pray for every woman here, every wife that's represented, God, that her eyes be fixed on you and that her encouragement, her engine to keep going is completely because she knows that you're holding her hand. In and through the smallest prayer request, God, the smallest desire to the largest, please be with each and every wife. Anchor her, hug her, comfort her. In Jesus' name, amen.